Hello everybody, happy new year. Happy belated new year, should I say, because it is already the 9th of January. So time is already going very quickly for some of us may feel that way. We are already back to work, back into our normal routines after having a little bit of time off, I imagine, for most of us. I hope the year has started well for you, and I'm very excited to consider how we are going to improve ourselves in 2024. For me, a lot of happiness, a lot of satisfaction comes from improvement. That doesn't mean that everything is just an upwards trajectory, but it comes from working on myself dealing with those setbacks and thinking about progress, thinking about goals that I am working towards. Obviously, this is an English podcast and you follow me for English learning content, but that is not the only thing that we can think about when we are focusing on improvement. Whenever we reach the beginning of a year or the end of one year and the start of a new one, we think about New Year's resolutions, don't we? and we write down these goals, these goals might be new or they might be goals that we have had for many years, like get in the best shape of my life, learn a new language, eat healthier food, go to the gym more, not go to the gym less, go to the gym more, the list goes on. For me personally, I am not one who focuses on New Year's resolutions so much at the beginning of a new year. I try to give attention to the things that I think need attention at the time that they need attention. So I'm always quite observant throughout the days, weeks, months and years as to what I'm doing well and what I might not be doing well. And if I identify something that I'm struggling with, what can I do right now to improve on that? Because I always feel like if I wait until a certain moment to make those changes, I am aiding and abetting the procrastination. Aiding and abetting basically means supporting the procrastination. And the longer I wait to do something, the more difficult it is going to be for me to really implement that. So the best advice I can give is to take action now. We always want to be better and What does being better include? For me, it is constant hard work. Of course, we need our time off and we need a balance, whatever a balance is for you. I know that I cannot work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but I might have periods of working extremely hard, followed by periods of rest. And those periods of rest are not laziness, it's not being lazy, it's fueling your body, recharging your batteries to allow you to then go again when you are working hard. You need to put more fuel in the tank. Discipline. Well, if you are not disciplined, I guess you cannot work extremely hard for long periods of time. If you're not disciplined, you cannot study when you need to study. If you're not disciplined, you cannot go to the gym when you must go to the gym, not when you just feel like going to the gym. But how is discipline generated? In my opinion, discipline is generated through having a goal. You cannot be disciplined if you do not know what you are striving towards. And then the goal must be big enough to allow you to stay disciplined. After you have 
put discipline into your system, then it's much easier to be disciplined later on. But if you're just creating that habit in the beginning, then the goal needs to be big enough. The why needs to be big enough that even when you come across hurdles or obstacles, it doesn't stop you. Dedication to your craft, your craft, your skill, your passion, your loves, your hobbies. I mean, even if it's not a hobby, it could just be your nine to five job. But having some dedication to that, having some pride in the work that you do, in the service that you give to others, in the performance that you give, in the way you represent yourself, having some dedication to that, having some pride is a powerful, powerful thing. And how important is it to set continuous goals? I believe it is fundamental, it is critical, it is crucial to have consistent goals or constant goals. But they don't have to be outlandish, out of this world, extravagant goals. It could just be to do the best I can today. It could just be to eat two healthy meals today. It could just be to complete one grammar activity today. Now, of course, you can make your goals much larger, much more extravagant, much harder to obtain with much larger rewards. However, that is up to you. Now, I want to share a couple of pieces with you that are really exciting for me coming up in 2024. So I've got the April course. If you've not heard about this, this is a course that I'm running in London and it is for one week from April the 21st until April the 26th. Now, why am I excited about this? Well, it is an immersive course being run in my hometown. I was born and raised in London and now I have the privilege, the opportunity to bring students from all over the world to my hometown to teach them in a beautiful environment and to show them the city and to give them an immersive, incredible experience. For me, that is a real achievement, a real accomplishment and something to be proud of. So I'm very excited and very happy for that. We do still have a couple of places left and that is also why I'm mentioning it to you now. So if this is something that you're interested in and you think that joining me in London could take your English to the next level, which I firmly believe it could, then feel free to send me a message on Instagram at English Life with Benjamin is probably the best way, but we also have YouTube or Telegram and I will share more details with you. It is a combination of classes, it is a combination of sightseeing, it is a combination of activities, spending time with the other students, going out for dinner, exploring the city, being tourists, but also being students at the same time. That is what you can expect from this experience. And also we do have online courses which are running on a regular basis. So we have about 10 starting in January or February, which for me is another very positive achievement and accomplishment, which I'm very proud, proud of and grateful for. Um, if you would like to be involved in that, these are of 15 hours online and we organize two classes a week. Each class is one hour. So it is a different setup, a different environment to going to London. But for some people, of course, that works much better than visiting London itself. I have a question for you and I want you to ponder this, to think about this and share your answers with me. How do you live your life? Do you live in the moment or do you live do you delay gratification? Let me elaborate a little bit. So 
Living in the moment would mean I don't know what tomorrow brings. I might not be here tomorrow. So I'm going to live as if this is my last moment. I'm going to take advantage of every moment that comes and I'm not going to wait for the future. That's one way of living. The other way of living is delayed gratification, where you say, I will sacrifice now for the future. I had this conversation with Juan yesterday, one of my students, and it was, he gave a very interesting insight. He said in his 20s, he opted for delayed gratification, but in his 30s, he lives in the moment because there is a moment to sacrifice and there is a moment to enjoy. And I firmly believe that. It very much resonated with me because that was how I lived. In my teen, early, my late teenage years and my early 20s, I focused on sacrifice, on hard work, on living later because I will be wiser and more prepared for living later than I am now. I will not make those mistakes early on in life that most people do and I will live when I'm more prepared. But I want, please share with me how you view it. We spoke about many interesting things during this class. And there are also many interesting videos and things that I have explored over the past few days. I also watched or listened to and watched a podcast episode, but it was also a video on YouTube. The Diary of a CEO and Thierry Henry, who is a famous French footballer or was a French footballer, was on the podcast. And he was sharing his motivation as to how he reached that position of being one of the greatest athletes ever. What took him there? And he was so driven by his desire to please his father. And he still lives with those problems to this day. And it made me think about the experiences we have as a child, the childhood traumas that we go through. And how it shapes the rest of our lives and how difficult it is to change those traumas, even with professional psychological help. I, I firmly believe that all of us must look deeply into our past and our present to shape a better future. And that is something that I always try to do because you see it play out in your daily life, whether you're working, in your relationships, in your friendships. My final takeaway moving forward is to spend less time on social media. Now that might sound ironic coming from me considering my livelihood is spent putting content on social media, but I think there is good social media and there is bad social media. So I use social media to educate myself, to open my mind, to connect with excellent like-minded people, but I will not use social media for mindless scrolling that will make me brain dead and not give me anything. Don't get involved in the wrong stuff. It pollutes your mind. And we want our mind to be clear vessels to allow us to live a successful, prosperous, happy and peaceful future. I wish you a positive and successful 2024. I hope you stick around to this channel for more educational knowledge. Please share your thoughts with me and if you are interested in joining me in London, April 2024, it would be a pleasure to have you there and please get in contact regarding prices and other information. Thank you for listening and until next time, bye for now.